Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Movie Geeks, episode six. We have been gone for quite a while, but we're going to make up for it. So in this podcast, we talk about films, TV, and whatever lies in between that general area. My name is Albie. You know me there as Craft and Growth Studios. And joining me once more is my good friend and talented co-host, Brandon Fry. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing good, Brandon. It's It's been a while. Yeah, it definitely has. It's been quite busy, to be honest, though. So... Yeah, so, yeah, it has been quite a while since we did an episode because our personal lives have had quite a lot going on. Well, we've had quite a lot going on outside of the podcast, so we're going to make up for it by talking about a crap ton of uh, film and TV stuff. Yep. So I've I've tried to divide this up into certain areas. So we've got the... So a bit of TV news, not too much, and we've got quite a bit of movie news and some superhero stuff that we're going to dive into as well. Oh, nice. So we've got some superhero stuff and some non-superhero stuff uh, as well, because I think it's pretty good to talk about. And we'll also let you guys know where me and Brandon have been since the last episode. Yep. So we'll actually start with that. So since doing uh, episode five, Arcs in the East End, I came up with the title myself. (laughs) Uh, yep. Brandon and I have been busy with our own personal lives. In fact, recently I I got to work on on a new project. It was a, a short film, sort of a, a drama short film, sort of a police detective thing, murder mystery. Oh, yeah. So the essential plot is it follows a police detective trying to solve the murder of a colleague. Now I won't give too much away, but I will see if I can put a link somewhere in the description for podcasters and when this goes up on YouTube eventually. Yeah. Uh, so, Brandon, what have you been up to? Well, obviously, because I have work, I've been working every day, almost every day of the week. So, and like days that I do get in between, I just want a rest day. So, we try, I try and put this on record for Saturday at least, because that seems to when we're most available. But also, I've had some things happen. Uh, actually, some cool things. Okay. Meaning, I've got, I've got some new figures. I've got a new figure in that. Okay. I've got Shattered Glass Starscream. Hmm, that sounds cool. He is cool. I've also got like a new Transformers like Autobots red and blue t-shirt and I've got like a, a bag for my laptop and all that. And I've even got a Squid Game doll alarm clock where she, when my alarm goes off, when she goes off, she will shoot a dart at me. Ooh. And I have some comics from the, uh, the Transformers. I have it from the crossover. I have crossover comics. So okay. obviously for a w- obviously for a while I've had the Ghostbusters Transformers crossover, but then recently I got Star Trek versus Transformers. Okay. And then I got uh, uh, Transformers and Back to the Future crossover with Gigawatt. Ah, uh, yeah, the, the time traveling one. Yep, and I and I'll be reading that very soon. Okay. So as I as I mentioned earlier, me and Brandon have quite a bit to talk about in this episode, and this is going to be more. We'll keep it as an apology for not having done an episode for a while. So we've got mm. we've got quite a bit of news to talk about, haven't we? Yep. So I'm actually going to start off with I think maybe a bit of TV news. Um, there is some movie stuff that falls into this category a bit, but I'm going to group it together for the sake of ease. Yep. 
So I think it's safe to say that we've talked about Rise of the Beast quite a bit on the channel. Um, uh, unfortunately, it was delayed to 2023, which I think we touched upon in the previous episode. Yep. But I've got a new source by the name of HZ Joe, who's on TikTok and social media and what have you. And uh, he is one of my primary uh, news sources now. So, oh, nice. so his news on Transformers Rise of the Beasts is, and I quote, Transformers Rise of the Beast will be released in 2023 and is the first of a trilogy. Also, a new animated series from Nickelodeon arrives this fall, and in 2024, the franchise expands further with a CG animated Transformers theatrical film. And he also oh, goes nice. on to, and he also goes on to say we are eating good. So that's good. Getting, that's good. I'm getting quite a bit of Transformers content. Yeah, that's good. That's what we want. We want Transformers content. Yeah, I think it's good that we're getting it's good we're getting quite a bit more Transformers stuff because yes, a lot of the other films weren't too well received. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, I'm just glad to see that the Transformers is finally getting the respect and the love it deserves because Rise of the Beast it's probably it's going to be set in the 90s. We're getting accurate Generation One looks for most of the characters, and we're hopefully going to have adequate writers this time. I can't bear yeah. to watch. I can't bear to watch the Michael Bay films again. <laughs> no, I'm glad they're disconnected from Bumblebee, aren't they? Yeah, I, I at least I'm glad... hoping. At least, at least I'm hoping so. Yeah, I am glad Bumblebee happened because, from what I hear, it's a good film, and I'm glad it's a bit more lighthearted. Even though yeah, it's, man, it's... it's still got yeah. some undertones of the Bay films, like the the heavy CGI, couple of explosions here and there, but and the doesn't... Bumblebee head. Yeah, and it doesn't bleed into the sort of the Bayverse too much. It's more, it's more of a soft reboot. So yeah, so. There, there's, a, do you know why the reason why they tr- they originally put it as a prequel? Do you know why? Why? It's because if the film flopped, they can just say it's a prequel to the first and um, to the first Transformers film. But yeah. if it's successful, they'll do a soft reboot in that. So yeah, yeah. So we're also getting an animated series from Nickelodeon. I'm not sure if that's been done before. From what I can gather, Cartoon Network made Transformers Prime. Now, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm not too familiar with all the studios that have been responsible for all the other Transformers shows. I only know that Cartoon Network is responsible for Transformers Prime and its sequel series, Beast Hunters. And yep. outside of that, I don't know too much. Yeah. So I know I know there's the original G1 show, Beast Wars, uh, and Transformers Energon, uh, Transformers Cybertron. That there's just there's quite a lot of Transformers stuff. Yeah, I've seen most of them. They're pretty good. I love them. Yeah, and then in 2024 we're getting a CG animated Transformers theatrical film. So yeah. that could be connected to sort of the Transformers reboot stuff. It might not be, but That'd be cool. It would be cool if it is connected to Rise of the Beast. It might even be the second part of the trilogy that I discussed. Just Can it, did you say CG? Is that, is that like a live action bit, but just in all CG, like Lion King? Uh, I think so. Yeah, so something along those lines. That makes sense. It should be set on Cybertron, shouldn't it? Yeah, it could. Do, it might, my thinking is it might be a prequel set before Bumblebee, which details yeah. the war on Cybertron and the origins of Optimus Prime and how I want to. I want to saw the whole Cybertron yeah. war came to I be. Wanna, yeah, I want to see Orion Pax become Optimus Prime. Yeah, because that has been explored in a lot of stuff. It got explored in the original G One cartoon, and it, it got, is the it's the original origin of Optimus Prime. I think I know. Yeah. yeah, and it also gets explored in Transformers Prime, although the origin there, from my understanding, is a bit different. 
Yeah, it is a bit. Well, he was a it was a Ryan Pax, and he became it's basically the similar story. He was an archivist, and he became a prime because he was worthy. Yeah, but the circumstances, from what I gather, are very different. In, yep. in G one, I believe he gets pretty messed up by Megatron, and then is rebuilt into Optimus, and then gets the Matrix later on. Yeah, then... well, this one obviously in Prime, uh, Primus gives in the Matrix, and he turns into Optimus, mutates into Optimus Prime because of the mat- power of the Matrix. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that's what I, I think that's what happens in the Transformers Prime cartoon. So it is, yeah, yeah. So moving on from that to SpongeBob, which we really don't talk about on here. SpongeBob, oh my god, I've not heard about this. Some of this stuff I don't even know about, Albie. So. Shed some light on it. Okay, so if you're a big SpongeBob fan, you'll be familiar with the original SpongeBob film that got released in 2004. SpongeBob fan. And if you keep up with the show these days, you'll know that we've gotten two spin-offs. The first one being Camp Coral, Camp Coral, which I can't say that. It's basically a SpongeBob prequel which got teased in the most recent movie, Sponge Out of Water. And then we've got a spin-off for Patrick Starr, weirdly enough. Never thought he'd get what? a spin-off. Yes, Patrick Sarr got his own spin-off. Is he going to show how he becomes stupid? <laughs> um, well, so I, I don't I don't know if it's a prequel, but it has got Patrick's family there. It might be a prequel, I don't know. I, I don't watch it. <laughs> They're going to get crushed by rocks. <laughs> yeah. So, according, according to this, Spongebob is getting a new movie. And we'll also be getting three new character-driven movies on Paramount. This means we're getting spin-off movies for different SpongeBob characters. Now, oh, wow. the, now this could mean we get a spin-off for any character. It could be Sandy Cheeks, Squidward, Mr. Krabs, Larry the Lobster. Oh, it could we could even get Apache the Pirate spin-off, who is basically Tom Kenny in live action. Mm. Because Tom Ke- Tom Kenny does quite a few voices on SpongeBob. He does quite he's done a lot of voices on Nickelodeon. I don't uh, I think yeah, what he, about mm. yeah. did you ever see Tom and Jerry Fast and the Furry? Because Tom Kenny did I the think. voice. Yeah. He was the voice yeah. of Gawthorn Destroyer of Light, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I don't I, just off topic for a second. I don't like what they've done with Tom and Jerry now. I like the classic one the best. Yeah, cla- classic Tom and Jerry. Classic Tom and Jerry is good. I from my understanding, a lot of people really don't like the theatrical movie from the 90s. I I thought it was all right. It's I wouldn't say it's without its flaws. Obviously, not, did they but... talk? Oh, yes, they did. They actually talked in that film. Yeah, but I, 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 that's the thing I don't like about them. They're not supposed to talk that much in the classic series. They may have done like a little, like, jokey voice or something here and there, but they never talked really, did they? No. They, they no that's did, what I liked I about. That's what. That's what I liked about them. <laughs> SpongeBob yeah. as well. Wow. Yeah. So before. Okay, so to break this up a bit, we'll go on to the DC news now. So, Brandon, this is going to be interesting because are you familiar with the Peacemaker series? It's more, it's what James Gunn has done for DC. Nope. So, Peacemaker is essentially he'll he wants peace no matter how many people he has to kill to get it. That's basically his entire reason for being a superhero. Um, and so he's going to extreme lengths just to call to bring peace. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it's pretty weird. Sorry. So, so John Cena, yes, the professional wrestler, and okay. who was also in Bumblebee, he yeah. he he plays Christopher Smith, who is Peacemaker. John, John Cena. Uh, yes. 
John Cena. <laughs> I, I, I like John Cena. He's <laughs> oh god, that's gonna be yeah. funny. He was good in the Suicide Squad because like Peacemaker was in the Suicide Squad, and then Peacemaker, like the Peacemaker series, is a continuation for his character's story. Yeah. And then the weirdest thing happens at the end of the series. Now we're getting into a bit of spoiler territory for Peacemaker here. I'm only putting in this warning because one of the people I mentioned in one of my previous episodes said I spoiled Loki for him, which is complete bullshit. Wait, who said that? <laughs> one of the people that I had a disagreement with a, a, on my on my media course, which we will not go into. Watch episode four if you want to see me call them out on it. <clears throat> oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, is it one? Of, did they watch the episode? I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure they know the podcast exists, but I don't think they know anything outside of that. Oh, okay. All right, then. Yeah. All right. Okay, All continue right. with the news. So, so at the end of Peacemaker, weirdly enough, the Justice League show up. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Wow. But it's an, it isn't the full Justice League from what you'd normally expect. That's not... Is the, it some of it? So, I, yeah, I would say some of it. So this group consists of Superman, The Flash, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. We don't get Batman or Cyborg because A, Affleck's going to be done as Batman after The Flash, and B, Ray Fisher doesn't really want to work with Warner Bros., especially after the disagreement with Joss Whedon. What about Henry Cavill? That's the thing. Apparently Henry Cavill was, did want to return in the Flash movie, but there were apparently some disagreements that were described as the final nail in the coffin, apparently. So, uh, I think it has something to do with removing the Schneiderverse as well. Yeah, I think a lot of people just want the Schneiderverse to like come out because because Snyder's plan, from what I understand, was to do, to do uh, Man of Steel, BVS, Justice League, and its two sequels, and then we were meant to get a couple spin-offs. Like we were meant to get an, a spin-off for The Atom, who's basically DC's answer to Ant-Man. We meant to get, I think, a Green Lantern spin-off with John Stewart, not the Daily Show. I was the like, there's a character with John Stewart who becomes Green Lantern. Yeah, uh, and then I think we were meant to. There were two sort of Batman-related spin-offs we were meant to get. Not only were we going to get a solo Ben Affleck Batman movie, which would have been amazing, but we yeah. would have also we would have also gotten a Deathstroke movie with Joe Manganiello, which absolutely kills me to know that they got that cancelled. That DC cancelled a, a Deathstroke solo film. I would have loved just, They're doing stupid moves, mate. They've done very dumb moves. I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe is like the Marvel Universe is way better than the fucking DC because they actually yeah. know how to tell a story and not fuck anything up. Yeah. I, I mean, something tells me that maybe Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill are going to go over to Marvel and, Marvel and actually do some stuff there. That, saying, that's, like, yeah. that's like Jared Latto going from the Joker to Morbius. To yeah. Yeah, it's like that, I think. It's like, screw DC, I'm over to Marvel. So going back to Peacemaker, it has been renewed for a second series, which is interesting. Yeah. Because obviously a lot of people love John Cena and the Peacemaker series, and obviously want to see James Gunn actually work on another series, which I think is really cool. Yep. And apparently he has got a spin-off in mind for another character from the Suicide Squad. Hasn't been confirmed what it's actually going to be but James Gunn has apparently said that it's not going to be as comedic as Peacemaker so it could be a, yeah. it could be a pretty dark series it could be oh, maybe wow. a blo- my, my best two bets are either Bloodsport Idris Elba or 
uh, Harley Quinn, which I, I would love to see Harley Quinn get a spin-off under James Gunn's direction, because I think he could properly do that character justice. Yeah. Okay. So, moving on from that to the HBO Max uh, Batgirl movie, I, I think it's a movie. It might be a series, I don't know. But from my understanding, it is actually a movie. So, for those of you who have kept up with news on the Flash movie, you'll know that Michael Keaton is returning to play Batman. And supposedly, this Flash movie, which is going to follow, or loosely follow, the Flashpoint story from the comics, it's sort of going to yep. it's going to rewrite the DCEU continuity so that Keaton was always Batman, which is... Oh, so like, uh, is it like uh, where the... Uh, is it like in the Arrowverse where they rewrite it to Earth Prime, like similar to that sort of thing? Similar, except they except um, the Arrowverse did Flashpoint. Uh, yeah. they, they did it well, I will say that, but I just wish if the CW had access to like the entire backlog of DC characters, then maybe it could have been a comic accurate Flashpoint. I would have loved to see Thomas Wayne Batman show up, but obviously, yeah. obviously I don't think they could have done that. No. However, we are getting... Uh, well, Michael Keaton's Batman is going to return in Batgirl, where I think he's going to retire, which is a shame. I would love to see a Batman Beyond film live action. They might still do it. They might not. May They probably could down the line. I don't know. Yeah. But there are official looks at Keaton's new Batsuit, and I will say it looks pretty good. It, look, it looks really cool. Yeah. So I've not, see, I've not seen it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> so um, for context, because this is obviously an audio recording, um, the, the suit's all black and it's got a grey utility belt so not like the original 89-92 suit where the utility belt was all yellow. It's still, yeah. got, it's still got the iconic bat symbol with the yellow over around the chest it, but the only difference yep. here is it's got, it's, got the, it's got the Batman Returns logo instead of the one from 89. Ooh, okay, interesting. So I'd say Keaton's Batman has actually modernized his suit for sort of a more modern age. And maybe this is an actual effect of the Flash basically screwing up the timeline. And apparently the multiverse gets involved as well. So we'll have to wait and see when the Flash comes out and when yeah. uh, the HBO Max Batgirl releases. Yeah. So we're going to... Right, there's two pieces of news relating to m- more of the Batman side. So... um. The first concept that has been revealed of HBO Max's Batman Cape Crusader. So this is actually going to be an animated series, which is offering a different take on Batman. And Matt Reeves is actually involved in this, who's making the new Batman film that comes out in a few weeks. Yeah. And apparently the series is confirmed to consist of 10 episodes with Ed Brubaker as the head writer. Yeah. Now, Ed Brubaker, I think, is a big figure in the Marvel Comics world. I think, uh, I might be wrong here, I think he's the one responsible for creating the Winter Soldier, who is a, okay, big, deal, yeah. is a big deal in the MCU now. I might be wrong, I might not be. I'm, I'm very confident that Ed Brubaker is the one who created the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So, moving on to news about the actual Batman movie. So, Matt Reeves, who, as I mentioned, is directing the new film, he's apparently interested in the idea of bringing a grounded version of Mr. Freeze into a sequel for the for the Batman. Into who? Uh, M- Mr. Freeze. Do you know who he is? I've heard of him. Don't really know what he is. Though. 
So I know it's free. So basically, he's a scientist who's trying to save his wife, who's dying of a, a very rare disease. And at one point, he accidentally alters his metabolism so he can only survive in very cold places. So he, oh, then yeah. built, so he built himself sort of a survival suit so that his temperature could be kept to an absolute, absolute zero, really. Yeah, pretty much like England's weather all the time. <laughs> uh, British humor. Anyway, so... Mr. Yeah, Fle- yeah, British lad. I'll just have a cup of tea, so... <laughs> so Matt Reeves, as again, I mentioned he's directing the Batman film now. Yep. He is apparently interested in bringing a grounded version of Mr. Freeze into a potential sequel. Ooh, okay. So apparently Matt Reeves is going to be doing a Batman trilogy. He might be doing some other spin-off shows outside of that. Um, now I don't know how... I don't know what's going to be in these other sequels. There's been some chitter-chatter about maybe the Court of Owls showing up, who are basically, who are basically a, like a secret society, more or less. Yeah. And the Court of Owls have showed up in lots of stuff. They showed up in the comics, which is where they debuted. Uh, they showed up in the Batman versus Robin animated film, which, uh, from my understanding, is very well received. And also, they're going to be showing up in the Gotham Knights game, Apparently, it's going to be delayed, I think. It's, there are rumours it's going to be delayed. Yeah. And again, we can't, we can't do anything about it, so... No, we're just the viewers, mate. We can't do anything unless we... Unless all the fans get together and do what they did with Sonic, you know? Yeah. Force a change. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's, a, that's a... That's interesting, because speaking of Sonic... Um, yeah, the new movie. Yeah, because Sonic 2, I believe, is releasing March. I, I don't know. Well, do you know when it's releasing? April. April. Okay, sorry. I think it's near, near my birthday, basically. Yeah. So the, the date kind of skipped my mind. That's but, right. when, but there are two new additions to the Sonic universe coming very, very soon from what I can gather. So oh, yeah. the, first of, the first of these is a sequel to Sonic 2. So we're getting Sonic 3, which is going to be interesting. I want to see Shadow Sonic. So, from my understanding, Sonic 2 involves Sonic, Tails, a Chaos Emerald, Dr. Eggman, and Knuckles, who I should mention yep. is being uh, voiced by Idris Elba, who, yep. who was Bloodsport in the Suicide Squad. <clears throat> yep, that yep. is correct. Now, I'm not really too familiar with all, all the stuff relating to Sonic. I'm not really a huge fan of that area. I am. But, but I have... Not that I, much, though. Not yeah. I have considered dipping my toes into sort of a whole Sonic world. I, I know for a fact that Mario has kicked his ass a few times in death ha! battles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No, I don't I'd never want to see those two in the same film again. Uh, I mean, granted, Mario is getting his own film, so it, apparently Chris Pratt's playing him. Not only that, Chris Pratt is also voicing Garfield. That doesn't make sense. They yeah. should. They should. Uh, they should get um, Frank Welker, who played Megatron, because he's the original voice of uh, Garfield as well. Oh, I actually didn't know. That's that's a that's a pretty good piece of trivia you just dropped there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank Welker is the voice of Garfield and Megatron from the original. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, if my memory serves me correctly, Frank Welker is also the original voice of Scooby Doo. I think. Yep, he is as well. Yep. Yep. And like yeah. uh, you know the you know the predator, predator, yeah the predator yeah like alien versus predator you know the 
Yeah, I'm for, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, Peter Cullen originally made that noise. Again, no, nice piece of trivia you just dropped there, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sorry. I just did so, an evil prime laugh. Oh God, I'm turning into evil prime. Oh dear Lord! Kill it with fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, Sorry, so I had, to, I had to go off topic. Sorry, continue. Nah, that's fine. So going back to Sonic, we're apparently going to be getting a spin-off for Knuckles. So, I'll, Wait, presumably, so presumably, after the events of Sonic Two, we're going to be getting a spin-off for Knuckles. It might tell its origins. It might even be set after Sonic Two, or even the third one. I bet it's going to be an orphan. Yeah. Now. Now, apparently, Sonic 2 is going to be following, I th- roughly, the plot of the Sonic 3 game. Now, from my understanding, that involves Knuckles, the Chaos Emerald, and Knuckles working with Dr. Robotnik, who is also Eggman. Yeah. <clears throat> He's still too skinny. Yeah. Well, I think, I, I think that we need to have some realisation with the actual films, because I think they could realistically achieve that, like, the big thing that Eggman is in the actual games. If maybe they, maybe over maybe over the course of the film to so put a fat suit on Jim Carrey and make him look like that. I mean, if they, I mean, if they did that, then that'd be like Fat Thor in Endgame. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see. But oh Sonic, god! But announcing Sonic Three and a spinoff for Knuckles is interesting because it seems to me that Paramount are very—I don't know what the word is—but they must have a lot of faith in Sonic for the second film to do really well because the first one did well after the redesign yes the redesign i remember <laughs> seeing a, i remember seeing a video where the, this guy actually called the original sonic design shamanic which i will it's, it's a it's a weird video i'll have i'll have to say i'll have to show you the link <laughs> sometime brandon maybe we should get sonic instead yeah. but my okay my rough prediction is but Sonic 3 will basically be uh, Sonic, Amy, Tails, all Knuckles, maybe all these different heroes that Sonic knows. Maybe they'll yep. all team up and they'll team up against Eggman. And maybe. Yeah. Now, I don't know if there's any other Sonic villains out there. I think Eggman, from my understanding, is the primary villain. But yeah. I think they should try and sprinkle some other villains in there if they can. Again, not too familiar with a lot of this. They. I tell you what, they should add Metal Sonic into Sonic Three. Just remembered, who's basically Mecha Sonic. So basically, think the Terminator, but he's Sonic. Or like Mecha Godzilla. Yes, that's a better comparison. Mecha Mecha Sonic. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So next, we're going to move on to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh God, not this. Yeah, because Paramount of Paramount apparently. Announced quite a bit of stuff, so we we already talked about the Sonic stuff, and yep. I think I, mean, I think I think Paramount's the company working on Rise of the Beasts. I uh-huh. think it better be. Otherwise, yeah. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to slap them on their bum bums. So, so the so we the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is apparently going to be releasing next year. And here's the yep. kicker. It's being made by Seth Rogen. What? Now, d- don't sound too optimistic, Brandon, because Seth Rogen actually had a hand creating one of my favourite Amazon Prime shows, The Boys. And it is Who, a- I, I, It's not that. 
who was Seth Rogen exactly? Oh right. Um. Uh, well, he, he he's he is an act. He's an actor, basically. Oh, but I he, thought he was a wrestler. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, he just sounds like a wrestler. You might have that confused with someone else, Brandon. Probably Seth Rollins. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, I know who you're on about. Yeah. I'm just joking. So this this new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie will apparently be followed by villain-driven films, much like what we mentioned earlier with SpongeBob, except there's going to be more character-driven films there. They're going to be released yep. on Paramount Plus. And then HZ Joe, who, who I mentioned at the start, was basically my primary source for all of the news. Paramount are really taking the W today with all the announcements. I have no idea what that means. <clears throat> are they, uh, is, it, uh, is it an animated movie or a live-action one? Uh, from what I can gather, it's supposed to be animated, so that's a good uh, thing. Apparently, they're going to be doing a comic where the Transformers and uh, Ninja Turtles cross over. I don't know if it's already existing, yeah. but yeah. Okay, so here's okay. So you you're asking if it was live action. From what I can gather, it's going to be CGI animation, so can yeah. so computer generated imaging animation, and again, it's being made by Seth Rogen. Yeah. Okay. So the concept, so there is actually some concept art that I'm looking at here, and I have to admit, it does look really nice, and I'm really, I am really intrigued to see what it's going to look like, because there are still a couple of characters in sort of the TMNT universe that I'm familiar with. I used to watch one of the old animated shows when I was a bit younger. Um, but there are a couple of characters that they that this film could include or at least allude to. Uh, yeah. So there's there's Bebop and Rocksteady, from my understanding, are basically mu- uh, mutated creatures. Then there there's Krang, who's basically a giant mutant squid thing. I I, I can't really describe him that well. I'm not doing. I'm not describing this well at all. Yeah. Um, now I think the primary antagonist for this film is going to be Shredder. Yeah. Because Shredder is like the main like the main villain in lots of the TMNT stuff. I believe yeah. at one point, I believe at one point he does get crushed by some kind of machine. I think that I think that was in one of the OG films from I think the nineties or something. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, I would love for them to introduce Casey Jones, who is basically a vigilante, but he's got a hockey mask, not like Jason Voorhees. But... <laughs> Give him yeah, a thought... machete. Yeah, but he. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the here's the kicker. He beats up criminals with a hockey stick. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> no, that's fine because um, Casey Jones was actually in one of the live action uh, TMNT films from like the 2010s, which yes, unfortunately, were made by Michael Bay. Ugh, fuck off, Michael Bay. There is another connection. There's another connection because Megan Fox is in the is in those TMNT films. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, well, I, I got nothing against Megan Fox, but fucking hell. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people are a bit divisive about the stuff that's going on in her personal life, but yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you know when you were you know you know when you were on about the hockey mask, yeah. Yeah. I've literally right above my desk. I've got a hockey mask of Jason Voorhees hanging right above my desk. Interesting. 
on top of my Michael Myers mask that is balancing on my sword on the wall. Yeah. Here's a fun fact about the actual Michael Myers mask. From what I can gather, it was apparently a William Shatner mask, you know, the guy who's in Star Trek. Yeah, it was painted white, wasn't it? Or was yeah. it inside out? I think I think I think it was just painted white. They might have turned it inside out. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, I can see because it's right in front of me. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much all the news we, we actually covered, but I want to watch something on on to hear about Doctor Who because I've heard some interesting stuff. Yeah. Now, a couple of people are speculating when we might be getting an announcement of who the next Doctor's going to be. Now, some people have speculated it could be March 25th, which was which actually marks the anniversary of when Russell T. Davis took over as the showrunner of Doctor Who back in 2005. Yeah. Uh, some people think it could we could get the announcement latched on to the end of maybe the next special, which involves the Sea Devils, which I'm excited to actually watch. Yeah, I'm excited, so excited to see that because they've not been around since John Pertwee's era. Yeah, and apparently, no, this is just me spitballing here, but we could yeah. get an, we might even get the announcement at the end of Jodie's final episode. Mm, probably, well, maybe the, they'll just, or they'll just save it for the regeneration and surprise everyone. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's been done before. Actually, keeping the new actor who's playing the Doctor a secret until his debut, which means we'll have to wait a hell of a long time. So, because I don't think we're going to get another series of Doctor Who until at least twenty twenty three, like late next year. Yeah, it takes about a year to film, doesn't it? Yeah, apparently pre production is beginning. The there are auditions for the 14th Doctor still going on. Last time I checked, but well, oh, to... I thought they had already started filming. I don't. I think that might have been. I might have been some false rumors. They might even. They might be filming. I don't know. I haven't checked in on any well, Doctor Who related news recently. Saying the, the only reason they put a couple of specials for Jodie out is to spread it over the year while we're waiting for the new series, aren't we? So it could yeah. be that maybe either late 2023 or early 2024. Yeah, I'd say. I'd say the latest we get a new series is 2024, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, that's the sad thing. Yeah. So I think we've basically covered everything. And with that, folks, we're out of time. And we've basically ended another episode. Yay! Yeah. It does feel good to be back, doesn't it, Brandon? Oh, yeah, it totally does. Yeah, it feels great because it gets me out of my bed. Yeah. But also I was busy, so... (laughs) Yeah. So as in, as I just said, folks, uh, that brings to a close another episode. So um, we'll hopefully have the episode out maybe later today or possibly tomorrow. I can't really make any promises here, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we can get the actual episode out on Spotify and what have you today, and then tomorrow we'll actually release it on YouTube. So yeah, I'll get I'll get right on making the thumbnail. So make sure you stay tuned on our social media accounts. I'll just, I will quickly plug them here if I can. Now let's plug. So our in, our Instagram for the official podcast is movie underscore geeks official, and then. Now I don't talk about the I don't talk about the podcast a lot on on mine, but you can follow Brandon on his Instagram at Brandon Prime UK, where um, he also posts news on the podcast. So, yep. 
So that's primarily where you can find news about the podcast and when we're going to be getting new episodes out in the future. And ho- mm-hmm. I'm hoping maybe we can switch our maybe we can switch our recording time to maybe Saturdays because I know that's when you have uh, a day off from work. Yeah, and Fridays I'm always I am off, but that's when you're busy, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm busy pretty much throughout the week, but Saturdays. Yeah, Saturdays. I think, yeah, I think Saturdays we can reserve some time to actually record an episode. Yeah, I think that's probably the best time to do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, that pretty much does it for this episode, and it does again. Feels good to be back. And oh yes, and we hope to see you guys soon for episode seven again. Stay pro- so, yep. I didn't think I'd be saying that. So thanks for tuning in, folks, and we will see you very soon. Stay primed. <laughs>